Welcome to Beyond Our Focus. I'm Stefan, this is Amanda, and this is Breaking Prisms, where we go over Black Mirror, which is done. We've taken care of. It's out there. Go watch it. We go over Love, Death, and Robots, coming out Thursday. We're on the seventh episode of that. And today, we are going over The Twilight Zone, the first season. The black and white one back from the 60s. Yay! This is the 23rd episode called A World of Difference. Whee! Do we know why it was called a world of difference? Well, it kind of explains in his opening narration. Oh. I guess it is a world, it's different. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great reason for it. I mean, it's a world that's different. I, mean, I, I don't have a lot of explanation. Well, here. usually when someone makes it, means it makes a world of difference, it means, like, it means a lot. It means a lot to that person. You made a world of difference to that person. He, he, you know what? He, I guess he made it was a world, a world of difference himself, from his original yeah. world. I guess so. I guess so. I don't know. Anyways, this episode is about hmm, Arthur Curtis, age 36, who is at his office and then realizes he's on a film set. And that's kind of what the episode's about. <laughs> Sorry. I just thought about it. Like, really thought about it. Looking at the actor. 36? Really? <laughs> think about your age. I mean, I'm thinking, thinking <laughs> he, he, he seems a bit old to be 36. But you know what? I mean, that's what they like, say. It's really weird when you actually put things into perspective like this. Because most of the time, when you're living your age, you don't really think about your age until you compare it to something else. And so this man, supposedly being 36, and then actually thinking about your own age, it's just, he looks maybe like 45, well, maybe. Well, let's see. It came, I believe this is the actor that played him. I'm pretty positive. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, Arthur Kirsch, yeah. Uh, so... This episode came out in 1960. Okay. He was born in 1913, which puts him at 47. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> let's just let's just throw Age, it out there. Age 36. Like, actually 47. He's a, I said 45, so it's only two years shy. Two yes, years. yes. Not bad. Not bad. But you know what's also strange? Was anyone gonna, 36 in that episode? I'm going to actually double check to make sure I'm right. Okay. He's actually... There's no... He's younger. What? He actually... The dude, the one dude, the other dude? The dude, your home dude from... Yeah, he's younger than the main actor. By three years. Okay. Yeah. By the way, guys, happy October. (laughs) It's October 1st. We didn't say. It's spooky. David White prayed Brinkley in the episode. The guy's agent? Yes, I assume Agent? so, because he it kept talking about how they would have to drop him, like, I can't keep you on this. He also par- played Larry Tate in Bewitched, another Aww. Bewitched episode. Right. He was literally like, this guy looks familiar, and then looked it up and was like, guess what show? So, he apparently knows Bewitched. Yeah, you know, I loved, I loved Bewitched. So, yes, these two gentlemen, the guy on the left is younger than the guy on the right. That hurts my head. <laughs> I don't know how. If you could see these guys. Oh my god. See these guys. Oh, you guys watched the episode, I hope, if you're watching if this. If you're watching this. How? 
So his agent is younger than him, the main character. His agent looks like he's pushing 60. And he, 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 he settles 40, 47, 45, 46, 47 in this. So you mm-hmm. said the main character was born when? In 1913. And the other guy was born 1916. in? 1916. <laughs> I don't know how. Maybe he just didn't get those lucky genes. I don't know. <laughs> I, maybe the other guy got the lucky jeans. I, I, I just say he, he looks so old compared. And maybe it's just because he grayed early. I, we're watching everything in black and white. We don't know this. Is it this way I do? <laughs> really, really, really. We don't know if he's gray. No. His hair is practically white in the black and white film. <laughs> the man is gray. Maybe he looks white hair. <laughs> he's gray. Do we have a color picture of him back then? Yes, we do. Where he's gray. <laughs> That's from him on Bewitched. Oh, but how? Which it came out. He, yeah, it came out a couple years, years later. <laughs> the man is one. He's just completely gray. I don't know. Some people get that platinum white hair. <laughs> I was saying maybe he's just grayed early, and that kind of just makes him look a lot older than he is. Because yeah, it's so weird. Anyways. Anyway, we, for the last wow, um, sorry, five, guys. six, seven minutes, we've talked about. How old these characters are. So that was fun. So anyway, yes. We got, we, uh... 36 years old. Anyways. Arthur Curtis. 47 years old. <laughs> 36 years old, apparently. He's in his office, and then we hear, cut! And kind of, weirdly, now he doesn't know what's going on, because he still thinks he's Arthur Curtis. And, but he's on a movie set now. And they're calling him Cherry... Reagan. Reagan. Later become president. That's how I remembered his last name. <laughs> like president, yeah. So yeah, that's what the episode is about. Him coping with this fact. Yes, that he no one apparently knows who he is. They have or, misidentified him. Or he doesn't know who he is. One or the other. No, he one hundred percent knows who he is. <laughs> he thinks he knows who he is. But everyone else believes he's this Jerry guy, and he is bound and determined to prove. Them. Which and he that's tries. For the episode. He definitely tries. So, I personally enjoyed this episode quite a bit. Um, out of the last probably dozen or so episodes we've watched, it's probably my favorite one. I really enjoyed this episode. I liked the concept. I think everything was well acted, except Jerry's wife, ex wife, soon to be ex wife. Literally in the episode, she is called by. Is it Bing? Brinkley, Brinkley. Brinkley. That she is a harpy. And that is 100% correct. Yes. We don't know what this lady's had to deal with. We find out the good old Jerry here was drunk or is a drunk or whatever he is. A drunk and he goes on on binges a lot and spends all his money. So she is bound and determined to get money. She's leaving him and she she is going to get the money she is owed. Yes, before he goes on another binge and spends it all. Yeah, pretty much. She doesn't care if he goes broke. She doesn't care if he never works again in his life. But she's going to get the money now. But this lady is so overacting this part, it's not even funny. I know she's serious about getting the money. But she does nothing but yell, I think, the whole episode. Yeah. I don't know if she ever like quietly talks almost at all during the whole episode. I, 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 the only words that I heard were... Um, 
Just, yeah, sure. Go check to see if there's a whatever street it was. And she says that... You want to go to jail for attempted assault? But no, she's very, very... Well, yeah, just just like I said, harpy, high-pitched, yelling the entire episode. We get to learn how to spell Gerald's name in a very straight <laughs> Sesame Street-like fashion, because she does it for us. And it's just, it's all and over... And one un- J. And one uh, uh, And uh, two uh, R's. Uh, okay. Um, but yes. So, a very unpleasant woman. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I would leave her. I, yeah. No, I'm done with her. I'm done with her. Nope. That's one of those things that it's like, I'm sorry for whatever I put you through, but if I somehow am in a state of mind where I completely forgot everything, just be like, okay, here, you owe me this amount of money. Let's have a nice split and go to opposite directions and just leave me there. It's good. We're good. So, but everyone else, I think, acts very well. Down to, I think, the casting. The director yeah. does a good job. Bentley does a good job. Even, the main actor does a really well job. Like, even just, like, people on set, people people who are acting because they're acting, <laughs> like the people on set actually interacting with him, and even the, uh, the crew, the behind-the-scenes crew, they did really well. Like, I mean... They're just doing their jobs, but they're still like, hey, you okay? Like, do I need to do something for you? In my opinion, the passage of time works really well in this episode. Because I don't think it's been played very well in the last few episodes. If you've watched her, you would know. I've complained quite a bit about the passage of time in the last couple episodes. Uh, no, no, this one, it, it opens and concludes in a nice, timely fashion without being too fast to where we're like... What did I just watch? Or too slow to where it's like, how did a week pass? Exactly. Or it doesn't feel believable. Mm-hmm. This all happens in a day. Or probably more the span of like seven, eight hours. It was roughly, I guess, lunch. They yeah. call for lunch. But that doesn't necessarily mean it was lunch time. No. It's roughly lunch time to that evening. Yes. So you somewhere in the span of eight hours-ish, all this occurs. And it feels like that's when it should have occurred. Makes sense for it to have occurred. It just everything feels right. I think it's a very well paced episode. We didn't get any too unnecessary details. We didn't get a lot of unnecessary stuff happening to make it drawn out. It was literally everything that we saw pretty much needed to happen to progress the story along. Yeah, it was a very good, it was a plot. It didn't feel like a filler. It felt like this is a story they wanted to tell. It's what we got. It felt like it needed to be there to progress the story. And besides Harpy Woman, the only thing more annoying than that lady's voice was the music. Uh, Sadly, I am... Throughout these episodes that we've been watching, I've been a big fan of the music. Like, sometimes when you've had problems with it, I'm like, I get it. I like that whole, you know, classic retro feel. And I like, like it. When it feels appropriate yeah. for the scene. Mm-hmm. And but for several episodes, they're just like, you know what? We feel like it should be thrown there. Just because. It's know. like they have, like, huh, 20 minutes. Throw a dart. Minute seven. <laughs> All right, that's when the music's going off. Well, nothing's happening. I don't care. But they only, they were just walking. It doesn't matter. That's the dart rules all. It says the music shall strike and it will strike then. Which I'm usually okay with. This episode... No, this one was... 
Very, very obnoxious. Okay. Has anyone ever heard a saw player? <laughs> Sounds people, a lion! Yeah. Those people who have the saws and it's literally like, wah, 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 wah. Yeah. I can't do that. Especially reading the Dark Tower series by Stephen King. There is a certain place called a thinny. And it's literally described as a warbling noise. Like metal being just warped back and forth. And they always say, sounds Hawaiian, doesn't it? And that literally has stuck in my head for forever. So every time I hear it in anything, all I think of is a thinny. And it makes me nauseous. And this one had plenty of it amped up to like 50. There's too much music in this one. Too much. I mean, it st- we started the episode. They threw the dart as like zero. Or 30 seconds in, you're going to play it. And as soon as we get done with the narration, it's just... Duh, 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 duh. It's like, we're just looking at a desk. Nothing's happening. Which, for me, that part really didn't bother me as much. Because for some re- reason, a lot of stage plays start out like that. Where it's like, immediately from the beginning, there's like this dramatic... like. Letting you know, hey, we're about to start. Like, there's this dramatic thing that happens, which I'm fine with. But then suddenly, out of nowhere, you just get, like, screeching noises and high-pitched music. And it's just like, oh, my God. Yes. There's one downfall in this episode. It's The music was not well done in this at all. We had this strange little chase scene that the music was very annoying for Aww. very long. I was like, That's okay, I don't mind the part. chase scene. I the get chase this. scene was actually pretty good. It was but... fine, especially for what they had to work yeah. with then. Like, that's fine. But the music decided to play with it the whole time. It's like, oh my god. So if there's anything that brings the episode down is the music, unfortunately, in this one. And it doesn't help that I have a headache. So it's like, needles, just ding, 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 ding. But yeah, so... All of that wrapped together. What do we want to give this episode? Oh, I mean, we didn't jump to spoilers a little, which <laughs> I think will be very short in this episode. Yeah. We actually should end it yes. at some point. Again, I personally think it's one of the better episodes we've had in a while. Personally. So, in my personal experience and opinion of mine and mine alone. Oh my goodness, I- just give the... We only lost one cube, okay? He's not willing to knock it off the table, but there it is. It's over there. Yeah. Whoa. That's... Did it, did it try to run? It tried I... to get back on the table. Oh, okay. I, I, I had to shoo it. But no, it's... I don't know how long it took him to say that, but yes. We gave it a four out of five. Four out of five. I think it's one of the better episodes we've seen of... The Twilight Zone period up to this. Of course, there's iconic episodes, which we weren't rating at the time, but there are some good iconic episodes that we've already gone over. And I think the, the, the thing he was trying to just emphasize with his opinion, and it's all him thinking, and yada, 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 is because I... Though, yes, it is one of the better episodes that we've seen, and I really, really like psychology. I guess, for me, I am just waiting for that big, that that Twilight Zone episode that just kind of, like, claws at me, and I remember it forever. And this one is, is, it's good. It is a good episode. Definitely recommend watching it. But it's not going to go down in the books of my all-time favorite Twilight Zone episode. That's, that's why it's talking a five. Yeah. Well, there you go. Okay. That's why it's giving you a four and not a five. 
And I don't know. Let's see, the thing is, because of how old these episodes are, I don't know if I... I don't, we haven't seen an episode yet out of the 23 episodes, and I'm like, oh my god, that stands the test of time. Well, the only problem with that is that we didn't rate the first, what? But I don't, again, but again even, even so, I don't, I wouldn't have given any of them a five, personally. I, again, I don't think, I don't think any of them, again, stand the test of time. Mm. They were made in a different age, and they were different, but I don't think they're insanely entertaining. I don't think they hold up as insanely well as some people think they do. They're good episodes, and there are good episodes, and the iconic ones are still good episodes. I just don't think they they hold up to a modern day standards of what we look at television. Personally, yeah, that's gonna be your personal. Uh, that's why I said personally, <laughs> me personally, yeah, that one my is personal bold, opinion. Bold in bold personal over in his little window. Yeah, but anyway, so let's just give top level. We already we did top level, we did rating, so now it's spoilers. And then it's like we I mean, there's very little to spoil at this point. We did go over all the episodes. Well, the only thing to spoil is the ending. Maybe. So go watch the episode. Really. Go watch it. Go watch the episode. And then come back and we can go over him going possibly, probably into his own personal dreamland or yeah. into the Twilight Zone. We, we really don't know, and that's one of the things that makes this episode good and great and fun to remember, is that it's one that you talk about afterwards. It's one that you try to figure out. Did he, was he actually crazy and just wandered off somewhere? Or did he literally will himself into his, did Jerry will himself into a fictional world? Or did Arthur actually exist and then go back into his kind of like the supernatural episode where they break into our world? Oh, and that's the interesting thing about this one. Which, unfortunately, if there's anything, the only time I, have, I will say this probably, that I think the ending narration did the episode disservice. Mm. I love him. I love what he said. Any, the man could read anything and it's just entertaining. He's got a great voice for it. But this pushes it a little more towards, because it's the Twilight Zone, that we need to push it towards the way he went into a fictional reality and he left. Yeah. But I think a more vague ending narration would have been much more appreciated on this episode to see, again, because we never get a definitive. Did, was he hallucinating? Is he gone insane? Is he, is he lost his marbles here? And he thinks he's really this other person. Or is he really this other person and things just went wonky and he got back to his plan of existence? We don't know for a fact, but the ending narration hints towards one way and not the other. Yes, it doesn't help that the beginning narration calls him Arthur Curtis and then the ending narration calls him Arthur Curtis again. Mm -hmm. It would have been interesting if they would have opened with Arthur Curtis and at the end said Gerald Reagan. But then that would have hinted the other way. Yeah. And that's the issue. Or even better, we've gotten both at the end. Yeah. I'd like to have seen just a little more vagueness because the not knowing is something yeah. else that makes the episode very entertaining. Discussion! So, I think it was a, I think it was a really good episode. Get it. One of my personal favorites that we've come yeah. across. I love things. Anything to do with crazy mental stuff. <laughs> I love psychology, so. 
Anything to do Look with the forward to Thursday. More oh mental minds. <laughs> Thursday's going to be a trip, guys. Just if you have not watched uh, what Into the Aquila Rift or just Aquila Rift. Something like that. Yeah. If anyway, you've not seen it, Love, Death, and Robots. Episode 7. Yes. The Kilo Rift or Into the Kilo Rift. Whatever. It would open with people in space. Yes. Um, or we'll, some insane we'll good CG. being that it is, of course, Love, Death, and Robots. Expect adult content. Don't watch it with your kids or unless, you know, you're a free-roaming family and you don't care, go ahead. Yep. But otherwise, don't watch it with kids. No, no, no. This one's a little more mature than some of the other ones. Yes. For sure. For sure. For sure. For definite. 100%. <laughs> But yeah, good episode of Twilight Zone. Back to that real quick. We enjoyed it. It was good, but awesome. Four Any, out of five. Four out of five. Any final thoughts on the Twilight Zone? Go watch. No. <laughs> go watch Love That Robot. No, go watch it. This is a, if you really like, of course, the Twilight Zone or just throwing in something kind of classic, watch this episode. It's definitely worth it. It is. It was a good episode. But, as always, you can reach me at Stars Untraveled, reach a man at KZ Pup, reach the show at Beyond Our Focus, everywhere, including YouTube and podcast services around the globe. Possibly. Not in space. Possum? Possibly? Possum might listen. Possibly. That might be some of our listeners. I would be so happy if possums listened to us. Just possums. I wouldn't care. Like Just possums. Yeah. Nobody else. Yeah. I wouldn't care. Like... No Even people commenting. Possums. Yeah. Very smart possums. If every human being stopped watching our podcast and they were just all replaced with possums, I would still be happy. Can the possums pay us with something? <laughs> or something? <laughs> Does the possum have a credit card? With Can he help? It's not good enough. With cuteness. It's not good enough. Okay. Anyways, till next time, long days and pleasant nights. <laughs>